Is this the is this the Michael Jordan episode now? Twenty three, you right. <laughs> Good, you right. Twenty three, twenty third episode. Look, oh, I don't congratulations. care. Thank you. I don't care who you are. You know the number twenty three when it comes to Michael Jordan. You know we slacking because we should have won some Jordans today. I forgot too. I did too. So, all right. Yeah. We'll do yeah. something for the episode then. We'll you know. Mm, kind of lose his thrill after that. <laughs> 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 we can do forty five. We can well, we can yeah, do forty five. Yeah, we can do forty five. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I want a concord so when we do forty five. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode twenty three, tease. Episode twenty three, and we got a special guest here with us today yeah, for a lot of reasons. Cause y'all see the last name, but yeah. uh, <laughs> we got family in the building. That's right. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. So we got uh, Miss Juan Teague here with us today. Um, event coordinator extraordinaire. Uh-huh. Yeah, and all that good stuff. <laughs> so we we uh, I'm happy that you're here. Um, I, when we first started our podcast, actually, and we made a list of people that we wanted on the show, I did say I was like, I want to get one on here because why well, you was number one on the list. it was, was I, 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 number I, one on the list. Because I was like, I know like well, I'm like everybody in the city. I just like it, we like to hear like stories about people uh-huh. getting started and stuff like that. So right. I'm just so glad that you're here with us today and. Uh, yeah, so I it was funny before we got here, y'all. How I actually found out me and why we're actually related because people have the same last names, right? And they'd be like, "We cousins," and you're not really cousins, but we actually turned <laughs> right. out to be re- cousins. Cousin. Right. Yeah. So I met Juan probably in high school, and she probably even remember because used to be at Lane a lot with Carnita. Carnita. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. We was like, I forgot what it was, but somehow Juan was passing out her her she got her business cards. Right. That's how long ago it was. She had business cards, y'all. And I saw her name on there. I was like, Oh, my last name Teague. So we chatted about that. And when she said I found this from Paris, Tennessee, I was like, Oh yeah, right. mine too. So fast forward, probably only maybe like six years ago, mm-hmm. I was doing ancestry, and I reached out to her and her brother to get like um their names of their parents. names and mm-hmm. stuff and then we finally officially found out that we definitely cousins our great-grandparents uh were brothers so yeah so that actually worked it oh it worked it, it worked. worked yeah because yeah. yeah. you know what it goes by the senses and so that's how it was for sure because it'll show you like all the people that's in the household their kids their kids and i actually when you get to the point okay I'm, i see Juan's today if i see my own name mm-hmm. so it's it go that's why census is, is important y'all i, sh- <laughs> yeah. I should do that should i mean negroes out here that i'm co- really <laughs> a lot see what's going on man a okay a lot yeah. Yeah, so you know what I should do? Like when people say, hey, "Are you my cousin?" I'm call you and be like, hey, "Go look at that! Go look at the ancestors!" Right, right. right. We gonna find out for real. <laughs> but uh, so so so, Juan, just tell us like a little bit about yourself as far as just how you got started. Before you even got how you got started, just you know where you grew up at yeah. Chicago. I am like a that. West Sider. Yes, born sir. West Side in the building. <laughs> and I now live on the South Side. Aww. But I think the thing, I, I really enjoy it because I'm such a Chicagoan that mm-hmm. being on the West Side, Austin, uh, that's still home. I'm doing some stuff over there now. But I think moving to the South Side literally allowed me to embrace total Chicago because then I work downtown Chicago. So mm-hmm. it was like I got a piece and understand all the different cultures, all the different like it is to me, I always say the like, what I what I feel is that the West Side is like you are who you are mm-hmm. and the South Side is who you are who you attach to. Okay. So like that. Um, I can see that, yeah. Like that's that. the biggest th- difference that I've seen mm-hmm. is that when I went to the South Side, people is like like they were talking about like this organization like links and I'm like, I yeah. didn't link cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were like Jack and Jill. I'm like, yeah. I know Jack and Jill the story. Right. I didn't know Jack and Jill. <laughs> we didn't have that on the West Side. Yeah. Right. Organization, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. So it was just a different thing. It was more like affiliation versus mm-hmm. um, the West Side. It's just like, hey, what up? We don't, you don't even go into what you do and other right. you first learn right. each other first. So mm-hmm. it's that was a difference. And what I learned and all of it's great. Nothing's nothing's worse or bad better than the other right. mm-hmm. it was just a difference you know what i mean so um so that's why i can say confidently that i'm a west sider and i'm a south sider because i still um embrace my west side roots and i'm putting a business on the west side but i live on the south side but okay. yeah so that so and you know my brother i always talk about my brother i have a great family my i have brothers and sisters and my brother 
Um, we all went to, he went to Iowa with me. He left Lane Tech mm-hmm. during his sophomore year. How did he leave and Lane? He, had, he was having, we learned later on in life it was called separation anxiety okay. because him and I was the closest sibling. Okay. And my mom and dad, the funny thing, you don't understand what people do, why they do it, but they literally made me his legal guardian at 19. Really? And he's been down in Iowa since 16, and now he's the mayor of Ooh, Iowa City, that's where dope. we actually nice. went to school. At. It's crazy, nice. you know? So um, that's like, I have to give a shout out to <laughs> so, I'm proud of that. So you left Chicago what year? 92. 92? Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. All right. Yeah, 92. I left and went to Iowa but um, and came back to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And so um, Collins High School, okay. St. Malachi, and Crown you know, Same so I got a lot of roots. All my roots are very, on the west very side. West side. I know I get exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mother, the only rule was, don't y'all go in them projects next door. <laughs> they was literally next door. The project was next, next door. door. Yeah. I bet y'all catch y'all in the project. Right. You know, you had friends living in projects. Like, come on to my house. I can't go. There. <laughs> It would be my mother to catch us. And my right. mother was the type, she did not care. She would embarrass you mm-hmm. and whoop you straight in front of the whole class. And she would wait <laughs> to take the whooping in the class in the, the classroom. next day. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I was, we won about no that thanks. life. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. that's kind of like my upbringing and stuff. Church girl to okay. the day I died, born and raised in church. My mom was a PK. So that's. Okay. I'm a PK. Yeah, I'm a, so. I love church. What yeah. church did you attend here in Chicago? Um, on the west side. Mount Carmel, that's where my grandfather was, the oh, founder right. mm-hmm. and pastor, and then now Pastor Coleman. And then I transitioned over to my friend, Pastor John Hanna. So I've been there okay. for... It's a I lot of preachers in our yeah, family. Yeah, it's a lot. So I have a lot of, yeah, sure a lot is. of preachers. Y'all full of preachers yeah, in yeah, family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Preaching family, we the family. family. <laughs> right. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> yeah, so no, so, it, so it's it's been, a like I said, my, I, my upbringing, West Side, and now, I, like I said, really... Embrace the South Side, so yeah, that's yes, about sir. a little bit about me. Okay. So then, when you came back, is that when you got into like the whole events? Thing? No, no. So how did no, that start? No, how did that? How did that? So literally, this is what I always tell people: is that um, you never know who's who. Mm-hmm. And and I'm a classic case of that. Is that when I was working in a hotel? One thing about me is that I never. I used to always be very, very insecure. Mm-hmm. Like I, because and in Iowa, I didn't finish Iowa, right? Okay. So I was always hit with friends saying, "When are you gonna finish school? When are you gonna finish school?" Mm-hmm. And then also, I was also with being on the, being around. I really felt I. I still right now can't pronounce a lot of words. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I Maybe. I don't. You know, <laughs> I just jack up words. Like I could look at it and just jack it. <laughs> yeah. Up, right. Me too. So I used to be very insecure about that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, I started working at hotels, and so what happened was, I, but I was always authentically myself, right? So the funny thing is, this lady she walked in the hotel and she wanted to see some rooms. I was so I was working at hotels. I first started at the front desk, four dollars and forty five cents an hour. I'll never forget my wow. first hourly wage, and but I thought I was doing it. You yeah, can yeah. tell me that four forty five. I wasn't doing it, yeah. and so. Um, Little, I started transitioning, got into sales, and by this time, just kind of fast forward, and I get to uh, this House of Blues hotel, and I was doing sales, and it was transitioning. We were about to renovate and do it to a hotel called Hotel Sags. So this lady walks in, and normally with salespeople, they're very pretentious. Like, if you don't make no sales appointment, they're not seeing you, right? So everybody was like, this lady walked in. They're like, I'm not taking a walk-in. I'm I'm like, I'll take the Mm walk-in. So I go up there. This lady's like, I want to see some rooms. And she was super cool. So, you know, I love to eat free food. So (laughs) she wanted breakfast. So we ate breakfast. And she was just telling me about how she has this client. She told me he was a, she said it was a celebrity and they wanted to do some stuff. And I was in this position where I'm like, I want not only my hotel names to be known, but I wanted my name to be known. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was very open about that. And so she told me at the end of the, the, the thing, she said, thank you very much. But like, I'm going to talk to my client about it. So then she talked to a client, like not even an hour later. And she's like, my client wants to come and see the hotel too. And I was like, she's like, oh, maybe we can talk about lunch. I'm like, this lady using me. <laughs> but I was like, okay, but I'm hungry again yeah. anyway. Right. Yeah. So, cause at the hotel I could write off as long as I'm right. with a client. Yeah. So, I'm like, cool, let's go to lunch, you know, because we had options over there. Mm-hmm. So the lady comes down. We do the entire site. 
And so the lady's just asking me all these questions. She said, so how many black people are? Because she was black, too. And I was like, oh, it's just me. And she's like, so what would you want? I said, I just want as long as she said, I was like, as long as your son is a B or C list artist and is really doing stuff for Chicago, doing stuff for the community, I can utilize that to help market it. Because I really wanted to start marketing, doing events in Chicago. Yeah. Um, but they needed to be tied to something. I couldn't just do a party. Mm-hmm. It had to be where I had to convince my hotel to pretty much sponsor it. Right. Mm-hmm. So she was like. I'm just really loving the fact that you don't know who we are. And da, da, da. and I'm like, no. I said, but y'all seem cool. Da, 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 da. So by the end of it, she said, so if you think about gave you my son, that will help your career. I said, well, as long as he's a B or C list artist, it definitely will help my career. Mm-hmm. She said, okay, I'm going to give you my son. I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay, who's your son? She was like, Kanye. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. wow. Kanye West. Oh, wow. So it was wow. Donda West. I was meeting with that whole time. Had nice. no idea who Donda West mm-hmm. was. Nice. So fast forward, what ended up happening is that that was the year Kanye was turning 30. So that was when they're in a dropout album. And mm-hmm. Kanye had a birthday party in New York at um, New York uh, at the Louis Vuitton store, the flagship store. So Donda invited me there. So this is the funny part. So I had never been to a celebrity event ever in my life, and I used to watch Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you saw, if you watch Sex in the City, you know, they go to these parties and they, the red rope, and if you, and you got to just be uh-huh. on the list, right? right? So me and my cousin Keisha goes to this party. I was married at the time. I didn't even want to take my husband because you can't be your authentic self when you take your boyfriend, spouse, or anything right. like that. So I knew I was going to have to lie. <laughs> like years later, I told him that me and Keisha bumped into each other, but really she went with me. <laughs> I can use that story now because I'm divorced. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> so anyhow, um, me and Keisha get there. This is the funniest story. We sitting there, and all these people in line were like saying, sitting up there saying, like, I'm this and I'm that and I'm this, I'm that. Like we literally had this little hotel room that when you open the door and try to open the door and try to um open the bathroom door, you couldn't do both at the same time. That's oh, how little our room. Yeah. And we had went to um Baker's to get our shoes. <laughs> we had went Baker like used to be it used to be the thing. Like we girl, we was doing it. Like I still have the first dress I ever wore to this event, right? Wow. So we went and so we stand in line and every so all these people who were talking about who they were, when they got to the front of the line, they were like, um, you're not on the list. And they don't the list. give a chance at the event, say, stand here and let us wait. There's like they Nick. lift that little they lift that little that rope up. That rope, yeah. and you got to go yeah. and I was like so me and Keisha I'm trying to call Janella who is working with uh, Donda they're not picking up I'm like did we come all the way to New York my hotel just paid for us to come to this New York trip and we don't get into this party and so Keisha was like the blood of Jesus. She's like, she's like, start praying. Name huh? of Jesus. We're gonna get in there. This is gonna change your life. This is gonna change your life. We finna speak this. So we sitting there, everybody else talking all this stuff. We over there praying. <laughs> so literally, we get to the front of the line. I said my first name. I said Juan Kirk when I was married. And they was like, no, that's like Juan T. And right when they was like, you're not on the list, they lifted up the girl Janella was standing with our wristbands. I was like, oh wow. <sighs> so long story short. That that was the first time I got into an event. I was able. That's when I met Common. I started to meet everybody. everybody. Mm-hmm. And I would say the nicest person to me was um, it was Swiss B's ex wife, and she saw how nervous me and Keisha was, and she literally said, "Don't sweat it. Everybody's nervous." You're getting access that nobody else. You're sitting here with us. So I mean, when I say it was everybody and their mama mm-hmm. there, everybody, mm-hmm. and, everybody mama. and it was like the Louis Vuitton store, and they didn't put nothing up. Wow. Like everything, all the product, everything was out. It was crazy. Oh. So they won't do that now. No, no. <laughs> but literally, Kanye like talked about my hotel, and then from there, when he mentioned my hotel, then that's when all the celebs, when they were coming into Chicago, start staying at my hotel. That's what. So that's kind of how it kicked off. Kicked okay. Off. So that was Kanye's first time kicking off my business in the hotel industry, and okay. all the bands and stuff start staying at my hotel. Mm-hmm. So that's how that. I think I remember like you, you was doing like the hotel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, was I was, like... so I was doing all the events, like all the like dope events that was going on in the city. They were all at my hotel. Then after that event, Donda passed away right after that. Donda wanted me to come and work for Kanye. Um, right after that event, she wanted me to work for move to L.A. And I was like, I think God placed me here to work with other artists and do what I just did with Kanye with other artists. And she was like, OK, that was in August. She died in November. Mm. But during that time, she took me to a Grammy event. She like literally like put me on Donda West. Put me, I tell everybody Donda West literally is the reason why like I'm sitting here today. Mm-hmm. And so um, when she passed away, how I really got into the events was Kanye took a year off. And then the following year, he wanted to do something, another Kanye West event, and, like, really honor Donda. And so they called me, and then they had this guy, Joseph, who was over the um, the company. Long story short, they, um, they uh, 
I was like, what do you call yourself when you're doing events? I was like, I call myself, we call ourselves Simplicity Events. Because we were just doing like my mother and them, mm-hmm. you know, reunions and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And it was like nothing simple about you or, you know, us. You need to come up with a different name. So that's how Juan and Only, because the director, Adam, at my hotel, he's called Juan and Only, the only girl named Juan. So they love the name, and they said, well, we're going to launch it at this event. I'm thinking the event still is going to be at the House of Blues. Unbeknownst to me, this event, it was end up being a full show for kids. It was a whole thing about the dropout. So we did this competition with all these high schools that had the worst marks. So whichever school increased their attendance, decreased their incidence, and something else, they won a concert with Kanye. This was all at Chicago Theater. So Chicago Theater was a full concert for them. We did a news conference. I didn't even know what a press box was. I did I a news that. conference. I remember mm-hmm. that. Then we did a VIP reception in Chicago Theater. Then did a sold-out concert with Fuse Television taping it off. Mm-hmm. That was literally our first event. Wow. And that night, Kanye and Joseph, they actually launched one and only. And our, they put us in the on the bags. We were um, in the programs. And my website crashed. And because everybody there was because traffic. Yeah, because okay. too much traffic because Kanye and them all mentioned it. Yeah. And they saw it in the books, like this is the the company that did it. And people wanted me to do the bar mitzvahs, the weddings and stuff like that. And I'm like, we can't do that. I still have my full time job. Uh-huh. So then they like, you know, Kanye all of them was like, take down your website. I took down my website and um literally now it's been off referral. So from that, that's how I started working with Dwayne Wade, Common, President mm-hmm. Clinton, mm-hmm. um, Donovan McNabb, Derek Rose. I started working with all of them, just every and then all the labels just based off referrals. So that's kind of how it all happened. How it started. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So Donda kicked Donda. it off. Kanye, Kanye kicked off the other mm. part of it. So when when people refer you, like do like do they like contact your team or what? Do they, it's just like word of mouth. Like what do they just say? I mean, how it's do, word of mouth. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. I've had some great people to give me some great advice. Um, one of my good friends, his name is Jeff. He has this brand called um, React Presents that do festivals, and this is like way after I thought my company started. And I used to always want my la- my logo on stuff mm-hmm. like. And so me, he's white, I'm black. And so I told him, I said, how do I start to make money like y'all white people? Like I, I asked those kind of questions, yeah. right? He was like, I'm glad you asked that question. He says, black people love to put their name on stuff mm. and don't realize your name being on a flyer, mm-hmm. your logo means nothing. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? The people that's make, actually making decisions are going to come to me and ask me who I refer. Mm-hmm. He said, so if you want me to put your logo on this flyer, you're probably missing like, hundreds of thousands of dollars because now I've given you a service. So if you think that that flyer that's going to a consumer is going to get you business, mm-hmm. when I'm talking to the business, have have at it. Right. And right. so, yeah. So very rarely now when people, we sense. do stuff, you don't even see our logo. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guess, I mean, then at the same time, like your business speaks for itself. I mean. Yeah. So yeah. It, you know. And like this is the first time because I end up having to leave the hotel full time in 2019. This is the first time. We're actually sitting down and we have it kind of, I'm, I'm blessed. We have it kind of easy that we can do sit downs with major brands. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Hey, we want to take this to this level. And the brands is saying, we've been waiting for you to do this. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I've been blessed. So one and only does a bunch of stuff. Um, but the, and is the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Same, yeah. I mean, right. because I was going to, so, I mean, like, especially like since last year with COVID, mm-hmm. how was that like for business? Because if you're, businesses like events and then they're shutting down stuff like was that i can oh, imagine that was, that was stressful that was so it was stressful for me because 2019 i left my full six six, time, six figure job mm-hmm. and i didn't pay myself in 2019 then 2020 hit everything left and so what it what it did do is had me to pivot to really show because when everything's how everybody's like oh we ain't doing no parties no events or nothing until 2021 2022 and and people didn't understand that when they were saying that, you all look at our industry as fun. Mm-hmm. You don't look at the livelihoods behind yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And the difference is that the, a lot of the events industry and entertainment industry, people are 1099 workers, which mm-hmm. are gig workers, yeah. subcontractors. So they don't have a W-2. They don't have unemployment. Mm-hmm. So when stuff, law, I have people that was normally doing it, they were like trying to figure out where to get groceries from. Mm-hmm. You went, you had an industry that had 98% working people Mm -hmm. it was only like a two percent unemployment if two percent you can always find a job Mm -hmm. and so I just decided to take the resources that I had and literally pivot and literally got with this girl named Megan and we literally we found out we can become lobbyists and so we then became lobbyists and were able to get DJs photographers videographers like everybody in the industry a hair stylist 
anybody that was a gig worker, we were able to get them in the big grants. We were able to get them into, and we were, and with that, we were able to change the application. Before the application asked you for all this information, we told them some of some of the gig workers, their business, their business is their social security number. Social security mm-hmm. number. So we were able to help yeah. change a lot of legislation that was able to get funding to them. We taught them that it's not embarrassing to get a link card because guess what? My rich friends was the one that told me. They were like, hey, you not working. Get you a link card. I'm like, wait, what? Uh-huh. I said, wait, you, you. He's like, the company got stuff, but I am not. So it was right. just like just really just understanding mm-hmm. and letting the industry know. And that's kind of how everybody got through is because all these grants. So you had DJs. And the thing is, it made people see, do your taxes. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is that if you have a good account as a small business, you should never pay taxes because everything you should be doing is to make your company a big company. Mm-hmm. So everything you should be doing should be items that should be write-offs. Mm-hmm. Not saying, like, try to get over on the government, but if yeah. you do it the right way, so you never, yeah, 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 you should yeah. be writing off right. everything and, and right. talk to an accountant. And it, it just showed the people that actually had their paperwork and air, you can, let every last one of them were able to get some government assistance and it wasn't like $5,000. It was like 20, 30, 50, 60, 150. It was a lot. So, so that's what we did during COVID. Okay. It's literally pivoted and made sure we were taking care taking of our care. industry. So mm-hmm. let me ask, so um, in 2020, you know, that was, uh, the All-Star game was here. Mm-hmm. So um, how was that for your business in terms of? Oh, All-Star. Well, here are the things. So I'm very, very picky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the thing about All-Star, which I knew was going to happen, I was trying to, like, work on All-Star back in, like, October of 2019. Right. Nobody wanted to hear because people were scared of the weather, mm-hmm. right? Because they all like, ah, oh, is people going to come and da 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 yeah. da. And so Chicago then by the time people wanted me to start, like, want to start hiring us for stuff, I had got so many invitations to parties. I didn't want, I had got the invitation to Michael Jordan party. I was getting all like the good parties. Mm-hmm. So I was like, forget this. So <laughs> I literally just decided to just work with two clients. I did one event with uh, Warner Brother Music. And then I did another event with Jack Daniels that I did like a grown thing with Lorenz Tate. Mm-hmm. And that was, I mean, and they all sold out in like 15 minutes. Wow. So we were good. So okay. I didn't, yeah, that was my, I partied 20 mm-hmm. that because, and then I was working on, um, so we consult, we consult this venue called Radius. Um, we did the opening for Radius. So we were, we oversee the special events. We were overseeing the special events for Radius. So I had my own thing with that big venue going on that can host like, like 6,000 people. So okay. yeah. Okay. So that's what we did for All Star. Well, I hung out. Okay. It was I party so much during All Star. I forgot when people were like, "Are you going to the game?" I'm like, "What game?" Like, <laughs> that, I forgot it was a game. That was me. Yeah. I I party so much yeah. that weekend. I almost we almost missed the game. I didn't go. Dude, that's a good time. <laughs> <laughs> we almost missed the game. Like, that's I, a good that's time. A good time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a real good time. Yeah. So so. Like kind of like pivoting back to like when you were talking about like some of the, um. Things people had struggled with, you know, last year with COVID mm-hmm. and stuff. What would you say is like kind of like a misconception about the business? Because everybody see like you with the celebrities, you're doing the big parties, and everybody think it's just about that. So, what do you think is like a misconception about your industry? I always tell people, you think it looks like this, but this is what it looks like. And I always tell people, by the time the event and you're walking through the door, if you've done it right, it it it. it what people don't understand, like, like even with this, this is a production, right? Mm-hmm. Before we even get on, you're testing mics, you're standing, but then when they see it, they see just this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I think a misconception is it's, it's people, even with celebrities, like, I don't get, and I think that's why we've lasted so long with celebrities, because I treat them like me, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of misconceptions, and that's one of the narratives we're trying to change, is that when people see these celebrities, they see all this kind of stuff, they want it. Mm-hmm. And social media doesn't do nothing but um, intensify it, right? So I I hate that a lot of people, when they see our industry, they just look like, oh, I got to do that because I want to be validated. Mm-hmm. I want to be popular. Mm-hmm. Right. I want to be. And what they don't understand, then, they're, they're, then they find themselves trying to get the Chloe bag. They're trying to get, you know. They're trying to get everything, mm-hmm. right? Like trying to, everything you wear, it got to be yeah. a brand yeah. and mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. And they don't even realize that a lot of people that's doing the work does not care anything about that. And that's not saying that, like I'll tell people, it's not saying that I don't have nice things, mm-hmm. but it's a difference when you, when you getting something, I know that I don't, if I want a Chloe bag, I can go out and go buy it. it. But yeah. do I need it? Right. Mm-hmm. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to know that, to me, my confidence is knowing that I can go out and buy it. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, I used to be real hood. You know, when I first came out, I went and bought a 750 BMW. Uh-huh. I, I, I was doing it big. Yeah. And then I was sitting up there one day, I was like, I'm the only one in my car. Why am I paying for this big car? You start to start to think. Mm-hmm. Like, what? And then you become like my And my nephew said something so profound to me because he was with me with the celebrities. He's like, Auntie, you like not rich, you like hood rich. <laughs> I was like, and he was like a little kid. Uh-huh. He was like, you hood rich. And it was like, you're right. I'm a 750. I don't even have a garage to put it in. I'm still living in my mama basement. Mm-hmm. But when y'all saw me, it was like, right. mm-hmm. right. I was popping. Right. Mm-hmm. But I was just getting started. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't really flying. I wasn't even, me, I wasn't even the type trying to show off. I was just proving something to myself because mm-hmm. I had did bankruptcy. I was like, oh, let me go out and try to see if I get this car. You know, and it worked. <laughs> got it. No, yeah. it worked, yeah. right? So I think a lot of it is just a misconception and that's one of the things like with me doing my project on the west side is that when we open up the, the space in the restaurant is that we want to change the narrative where young adults and kids look at the dope dealers, the pastors, celebrities, and athletes as what they strive to be mm-hmm. because the one thing about black people we make the we make helping we make people that help or people who want to support the community have to look like the struggle mm-hmm. and the kids don't want to look at you right. you helping the community and you you right. broke Mm-hmm. You on the bus, and they like, I don't want to be like Mr. Mm-hmm. What? You know, I don't want to be like one. That's uh-huh. a good point. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't want to be like point. her. Yeah. Thank you for helping me. Right. Well, I'm trying to get to that. Right. You get what I'm saying? Point. So I think with even like these organizations, when they're they want nothing but volunteers, and you don't want to pay people, mm-hmm. uh, we have to change that mentality. Mm-hmm. And when you're going for these grants, put salaries in there. Don't say you're gonna give volunteers. Put mm-hmm. salaries the in salaries there, like the white organizations, yeah. Yeah. because at the end of the day, I don't want my executive of my foundation. Riding the bus. I want them to be in a car. I want people. I want the kids. I don't want you to feel that. Oh, and then 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 I don't want people to think. Oh, he's taking the money from the organization. No, because you're not saying about the white ones mm-hmm. who's freaking getting six figures for sure, and you know six figure salaries to help out the black poor kids. Mm-hmm. It's just so jacked up that yeah. the white people mm-hmm. can come into our neighborhoods with these flashy cars organization. And I'm saying they're not doing good, sure. but then if a black person do the same thing, we're taking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So my our thing is that we're putting a program together where. We're not just, we're going to show them that to be a stagehand, to be a rigger, Mm -hmm. to be what I do. Like you can earn six figures in what I do Mm -hmm. or more, you know, it's when I do the production, production managers, sound, people don't understand. And then what you do is then you work with the unions and we have the luxury that we've done a festival with the union. So we get with them to say, okay, after our program, because what I don't like is when they do these programs and then all of a sudden the work, they're done, then you send the kids away. No. Put them on a path for a career. Mm-hmm. And then while you're putting them on the path of career, don't just deal with the businessman. Mm-hmm. Deal with the whole man. So make sure you have a social worker that can talk to them about if they go home and got no food, mm-hmm. if they go home in an abusive relationship. So it's just layers to it mm-hmm. that because I've been in the community so much doing what we do mm-hmm. is that it now makes me look to say, People are like, oh, Juan, I want to do what you do. You don't know what I do, mm-hmm. but guess what? I didn't graduate from college. You mm-hmm. can be just like right. me. Everybody mm-hmm. is not for college. Yeah, everybody's not, and it's okay. Yeah. And see, and your story, not to, and I'm, I graduated from college. I got a college degree. Nothing's wrong with that. I, 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 think, I applaud y'all. That's I think, I think these kids nowadays. I think the kids nowadays, they feel like, well, I don't have to go to school now mm-hmm. to make six figures or, or be rich. Right. I want to do what you do. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to get with the person you got with. Right. And I think, as you said earlier, you know, with these kids now, you have to come in with a different approach. When I was growing up, when somebody came around with a suit and tie on, we wanted to see, okay, he must be rich. Right. I want to do what he do. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you can't come around these kids with a suit and tie on. Mm-hmm. You pretty much got to come to these kids at these at these park districts and stuff like well, what I got on right. with some Jordans on. It, just to get their ear. Ear, no. Just to 100%. get their ear because if they they looking at you like, well, he look like me or he. Or what well, they want to see, well, the thing about it too is that they feel intimidated because right. not, it's unfamiliar yeah. to them. Right, exactly. That's what, another thing. Exactly. And I think changing that where we start going into the neighborhoods because mm-hmm. the only time people with suits go in the neighborhoods when they're given a give back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. let me go speak to the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think another bad thing is that one of my, my friend, he told me, he said, another thing is that the older generation, we be trying to look like little kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day, the kids wanted to look like the old, you know, they you want to look like them. Yeah. But it's so like, it's just so much bad. Yeah. And I think social media social just media makes it. And then these kids, like, and, and I tell you, it's just so many people that be like, oh, Juan, I want to work with you. I want to work with you. But you got to, at the end of the day, I don't care what social media. You still got to, it's a protocol. It's a respect thing. Mm-hmm. 
And there's been people that I brought on and <laughs> people, because I'm so laid back, you don't know like the reach that I have. Mm-hmm. Right. And you can't go to somebody and say you did my event mm-hmm. and they're going to come back. Well, do you trust us? <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. some whack people out here, mm-hmm. and and it's sad mm-hmm. because you work so hard for what you get, yeah. mm-hmm. and to have somebody. So when people do that, I kind of real talk. I like blackball them. Like mm-hmm. you work with them, I ain't working with you. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. gotcha. I was ask you, like, how do you how do you like separate that? Because I know like when people see you doing something, or they see like the celebrities, or they just see like you know Juan is doing this. How do you like separate people that's just trying to? They say I want to work with you. They don't really want to work with you though. They just want to. They want to be attached to the names. I pray like, for a spirit. Separate? Like literally, I've been doing this since two thousand four. I've only had two mm-hmm. that got me. Mm-hmm. But I ain't gonna say got me. But mm-hmm. I thought they were on the trajectory to do good. Mm-hmm. But I think the honestly is praying of spirit of discernment mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, I treat people the way I want to be treated. So I think mm-hmm. God allows people around me um, that. I, I reap what I sow. So right. I like the team that I have, um, all of them that have been with me, I not only like have them work with me, but then I make sure like whatever they're doing in their lives, that's fulfillment. So like I say, what you want to do for the next five years? So it's not just them, me giving them giving to me, but I'm giving of them. Mm-hmm. And I think with me, if you work around me, you're going to start to feel uncomfortable if you own something. And then mm-hmm. to me, I, I always tell people, why would I want to help you when you saying you have your own events company? Right. True. Right. That doesn't True. make sense to me. Yeah. No. Yeah. Your competition. I, I will now what I will do if you have an events company and you're a decor company, you're mm-hmm. this, I can collaborate with you. Sure. But I'm never going to teach you every I'm going to keep you in that box. Right. You know, unless there's a a, true a connect, true yeah. mentorship and I feel something that we can get together and we collaborate mm-hmm. because there's been people that helped me that I've collaborated with, but now I'm having bigger conversations where now I can talk to brands. So there's certain, like, I don't do weddings. So there's, like, I have wedding planners that I'll be like, hey, you know, because people will be like, oh, are you an event planner? I'm really not because I don't care about your flowers. Mm. <laughs> I don't care about <laughs> right, you know, yeah. right, what color is in yeah. season. Yeah. That's not me. Yeah. We don't, that's not what we do. Mm-hmm. We normally do festivals, experiential. We're literally looking at what the consumers are looking at. Mm-hmm. So we're a different beast. Mm-hmm. And But there's some amazing people that do more social. I do hardly, I do no social. Mm-hmm. Because then it's needy. Mm-hmm. You yeah. want to talk to me yeah. every day? Or you mm-hmm. want to, and I, I can't do that. Blowing your phone up yeah, all the time. I can't, yeah. I can't. Mm-hmm. No, no. I don't I care you. about your guest list. For, <laughs> no. Chicken or fish. Yeah. yeah. I'll come, but yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so like, uh, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a switch gears. This is mm-hmm. way switch gears. Mm-hmm. So, and I think me and Moses talked about this maybe a few episodes ago. So, there's this myth that to when a black woman is success, successful that she has to be successful or be in a relationship. She can't do both. Do you buy into that? That if you reach That's a certain a good level of question. success, that, that is a good. Let me tell you, because I just deep cleaned my house. Because I was like, I gotta get some. My brother told me he said you gotta get some spirits at your house because <laughs> you doing everything right up your love life. Mm. And <laughs> so this is what I have to admit to me. Mm-hmm. I'm bad with social social cues. Okay. okay. I miss when men are trying to hit on me because I think when people meet me, mm-hmm. they always want to be about business. Mm-hmm. So I have a good friend named Leroy who basically he's pretty much my therapist. He's not, but he's like my good friend. And so he he would do these examples with me because I'm such a tomboy too. Mm-hmm. So he, we, ta- we were one time at Tennessee State at this event. And he's like, Juan, you do not even know like you're cute. And I'm mm-hmm. like, really? He's like, so he we would walk. And he's like, now watch the cars. After they let us back, they're going to slow down. And my goofy self, I turn, I'm like, oh! <laughs> you know, like that. And then yeah, we were, yeah. me and him were having a conversation. And he was like, Juan. The men, a lot of the men that you've met with, that you're now business people with, they didn't meet you, you know, at first to do. I'm like, yeah, yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. And so then I would call my friends and they'll be like, why? Mm-hmm. When I, no, I want it. He's like, but then you started talking about your hotel, talking about you got 300 rooms, <laughs> 400 thread count. Uh-huh. They're like, you quickly changed comments. I'm like, so wait, you were trying to hit on me? Mm-hmm. So I missed all kind of, but I think yeah. that kind of saved me too, because I probably would have been a hoe in the industry. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> If I yeah, knew how many was bomb, getting on it, need, you know, yeah, I probably would have been a hoe. <laughs> so God was covering it. Right. right. <laughs> you said I probably would have been so, a hoe in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I thought they all looked at me yeah, like. Uh, you 
she'll be known for something else then. Like, Hell oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we know oh, her. We know her. Know her. Know her. <laughs> like, literally. One and only for that. It's, yeah. so, it's so funny. Yeah. Like, they, people were sharing me. They're like, Juan, you, you, it's not like you make us, but they're like, it's like the, and, and I think that's how I wanted to build my brand. Like, the ladies that are with me, when I interview, I say, are you a hoe or do you have hoe tendencies? Mm. Because the thing about it is that you can't be a hoe in this industry because business is good while you, while you, while you basically having sex with them. Mm-hmm. When it goes, they don't want to hang around you. Mm-hmm. So I can't have nobody in my team mm-hmm. messing around my client. I'm like, just make enough money to go buy it if you want and go yeah. go somewhere else. But mm-hmm. don't ever don't, yeah. interfere with that. And I think that's another reason why we've lasted so long. And I'm being, even though I'm glad God kind of gave me those bad social cues. Mm-hmm. But now, um, I was married. <laughs> and so I started, my brother told me that I had to clean out these spirits because my dating life has been like, after my divorce was like, my dad died. Mm-hmm. So then I dated somebody that definitely wasn't. But I thought, Lord, he's just coming here to help me through uh-huh. help me through my grieving, right? Uh-huh. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but then uh but but uh my ex husband, I hadn't I had left my house, came back, and that was a different that was a whole saga. But my brother said that right like in November. And so I just started to clean up my basement. And when I cleaned up my basement, it was a box sitting in my house. My husband and I have been separated since um, 2014. Gone. Like, we haven't been there. That box has been sitting there since then. Like, wow. since then. And I never opened it because mm-hmm. I thought it was somebody else's boxes. Like, I thought it was Janita, one of my team members. So to have that in there, I'm like, what else is in the what house in here? Yeah. And so before I looked at I have clocked over 90 hours deep cleaning my house. I even had the car at the man when he proposed to me was still in my oh, house. Wow. Oh, I was wow. like, and he remarried. I'm like, well, let me get this out. Oh, <laughs> that's why I can't get a man. Uh-huh. <laughs> That car is still there. You know, so I think a lot of it, too. And then I had to learn to be girly girl. Mm -hmm. Because I'm I'm talking just about me. I can't talk about other men. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, I don't do that. Like, you know, like, I saw this this, this this girl, she was saying, like, when she riding in the car, Mm -hmm. she'd be, like, practicing how she going to be able to do it. She'd be like, okay, hey, baby. Mm -hmm. Hey, this. I have to do that. Hey, yeah, yeah, right. You be practicing, right? Yeah. But then when I get out of the car, I'd be like. I'd be like, I'd be like, what up, dude? Like, <laughs> you know, this is, and her. This is her. It's the same thing. This like, is her. She's like, she's like, Moses. What should I say? I'd be like, tease, just do this. But you know what? I got, I got PTSD because when we was growing up, I used to hang. I wasn't like a tomboy, but I had all, the, all the guys was my homies. Right. And, but so then they treat and what you did I like used to tell you, they, like, like they go you know, homies. And I'm like, but I'm a girl. I, you know, I want. I, I want y'all to like me too. But look, hey. but, look but, but then she get, then she get mad at me. She'll say, Moses, I want to go to a cigar shop with you. Cool. Then she'll say, but then I go with you. They gonna think I'm with you. Then don't just come by yourself. <laughs> come by yourself then. This is true. He ain't laugh. He ain't laugh. Well, what I've learned too, so what I've learned is so, but I mean, I was bad. Like I was, I, I'm a tomboy, bad social skills, had a bad marriage. I was coming with all kind of baggage. So mm-hmm. I literally had to like detox myself and just be open. And sometimes, even though I'm very confident in the business world and the in the relationships, I was like very broken mm-hmm. and vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And so I had to now and then kind of shy in a way. So now, but then like all my friends say, but one, because like some people know who you are and they know what you do. They know you with these celebrities. I'm like, dude, I wouldn't, I, I'm not going to say never, but mm-hmm. I would probably never date a celebrity. I know right. that life. So that right. doesn't even, I like coming home to my man and don't have to have no issues. You know right. what I'm saying? I, I like that. Mm-hmm. So I think with me, I'm more, pro- like, when, like, a guy, like, now I start to notice the eye. Mm-hmm. I think it was when I started wearing lashes, too. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I started wearing lashes. That's I found out the magnetic lashes, like, last month. I yeah. probably would have been a whole too if I had known about lashes way before, too. So Blame the lashes. I blame the lashes, too, because now I start blinking. They be blinking back. Yeah. I be like, ah! The lashes be something different. Oh, my God. This they is hilarious. Yeah, and not the oh, right ones that they're going to touch them and right. scare them like you a spider. You don't have nothing else but lashes. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, lashes it, it, yeah. and lip gloss, so you look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I, but now I actually... Actually say hi like mm-hmm. before 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 they say hi mm-hmm. i kind of pick up on it i'd be like hey what's up or whatever the case may be so it's been that's that's to me is more more the thing that to do 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 any dudes jump in your dms oh that's been happening for years okay. but i think that's creepy <laughs> so you wouldn't date anybody from the DM? Cause that's say that's like the they new. They say that's love the new love. Yeah, that, like, the anybody DM. that's in your DM, like no. So the guy that I like, I like, I'm, like I'm seeing, he like literally, I saw him in church. So it, mm. I, I like, I'm old school. Mm-hmm. You going to my DM? I'm like, who else is you DM? Mm. Everybody. Are like, you just trying to figure it out? Mm-hmm. Like, ooh. I tried the online before I got into my. 
I, I tried the online thing, mm-hmm. but then I figured out I know too many. I was trying to, when Bumble, Bumble first came out, yeah. mm-hmm. I was calling this one dude my Bumble boo. Mm-hmm. And then I told my girlfriends about it. Well, then all my girlfriends are popular too. Mm-hmm. So we all talking, and I'm trying to talk to this one Bumble boo. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he all of a sudden stopped talking to me. Mm-hmm. And then my girlfriend's like, ooh, I'm talking to this fine-ass Bumble, Bumble boo. <laughs> and I, I go over there, he talking to her. Oh, damn. <laughs> so, you know, me being a tomboy, yeah. I start texting for her, yeah. so I set up a double, de- like a double, t- double time, and mm-hmm. see who he. So he basically pushed me back because we had talked more, and so then finally, I finally set him down. I'm like, dude, let me tell you how to work on Bumble. Mm-hmm. Like this world is very small, so that's when I knew I could never do online because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I know too many people. Yeah, yeah. yeah that ain't right for me. So Indeed. DM is weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. DM. <laughs> All right, mm-hmm. all right. Just come old school to me. I'm with you there because. I don't trust people in my DM either. Because it's like, first of all, I know people that, I know you're in everybody else's DM. So like you said, that's 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 not like making me feel exclusive or that you're really, it just feels like, what do you want? Like, you right. just want something to do. Like, and I'm just, I'm just not yeah. there. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it can be weird. It, it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's very weird. Because then I'd be like, did you go through my pictures like doing something else? Like, people do. Like, you know, like, uh. People do. And then they just yeah. start sending you like random <laughs> dick pics. Yeah. Now I ain't got the dick pics before. I think. Uh, yeah. You got those? Yeah. You I'm like, I didn't, yeah, I didn't ask for it. <laughs> absolutely. PK right here, everybody. I, but I, did but I wonder, is it, that's PK. when I wonder, is it theirs? I wouldn't know. Wait, wait, no. time out, time out. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. People no, hold on. I got to interject. If a dude is sending you a dick pic of another dude, he is disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like, why that's I'm standing there in your DM. Somebody, that's disturbing. Well, people, people nah, catch nah, nah. fish all the time, so it could be. That's so. What do you do? Go through a list of dicks, pictures, and be yeah. like, "I'm gonna pick this one." Yeah, he yeah. could. Ah, nah, 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 nah. He could watch porn nah, nah, nah. and and, nah, nah. and 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 screenshots. You don't know that. Mm. You don't know. People are weird. Hey, people, every every people man is weird. not blessed, and normally the ones that aren't blessed are the weirdos. Yeah. This, this is my motto, Jim. <laughs> Niggas are weird. Yes. They Niggas are. are weird. Yes, man. they That's, are. Oh, no. Yeah, no, they are. No, no. Fake dick pics. Mm. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> That'd be the title. <laughs> How do you shit that? That's, that's just like you go through a list of pics and be like, yeah, I think she'll like this. See, I'm, but you, I, I, you I know she's going to like that one. See, I'm, because I wouldn't even be interested if I'd be like, hey, I'm about to um, video message you. I want you to see it. In, I want you to, let me see it. Let me see it. Let me right see now. it for real. Yeah. yeah. And they would, though. But the I would know, challenge some stuff like that. Yeah. Just, and they'd be like, oh, no, 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 no. You know, yeah. like that. Maybe it'd, it'd be like weirdos at home, but like that girl, too. Like, it's just like, maybe people just need some business. Y'all really need How old do these niggas be? Because our, our age. What? Yeah, our age. These not little kids. Yeah. These are our age. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't lie to you. I need a drink. <laughs> drink, bro. Oh, damn. I didn't never heard something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, some, it's nasty. Yeah, it's some weirdos out here. It's nasty. Um. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to just ask you a couple more questions before we yeah, leave. I know that um you had mentioned, like, the stuff that you're doing now. Um, so you want to tell us about, like, I know you got a business that's coming up on the West Side. Like, give us a little yeah, insight I've had on some, that. Some, some challenges, but I think at the end it's going to all work out. So basically when I was um, on the West Side, I wanted to do an event space when I left my full-time job. And so me and my cousin Terry, when we were sitting there, we were trying to order food. This was before the pandemic and everybody doing Uber Eats. Mm-hmm. We were like, ain't nothing to eat here. And then we went on Uber Eats. It was like no no restaurant had like pictures of their food. They had like a, a, a phone paper plate, a, 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 a spoon and a fork. Mm-hmm. Every picture. Yeah. I'm like, this is the weirdest thing, right? Yeah. So we basically found out there was a food desert. And so there was this guy that I used to kind of work with that, you know, he's not the, the nicest person. Uh, kind of like a crook on the west side, but um, mm. um, but he did. I might know. Him. He was instrumental in basically making making me connect because he kept saying we need a restaurant, we need a restaurant like Batter and Berry, and I'm like, well, why not Batter and Berry? He's like, well, we tried to get them here like six times to the west side, seven mm-hmm. times to the west side. I'm like, all right, let me give it a shot. I end up knowing the chef there. So long story short, um, on the west side, we're bringing the second location for Batter and Berries nice. on the west side. Where's it gonna be at? On Chicago Avenue. Right it's right. That's my cigar shop right, right across the street shop. from it. Yeah, yeah from. I've um, seen the sign already. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so okay. we we had some challenges with like that's dope. issues and stuff like that. And so basically during the day, and then when we found out, and then when I looked, I'm like, well, at night, most of the event spaces there, you could bring in your own liquor, but people like me. We used to always have to go to Oak Park to do mm-hmm. something or Oak yeah. Brook. Yeah. So basically, the chef who's Bad and Berries, he's always done a lot of my events. We just going to flip it at night and be able to do like so. If you want your wedding, wedding, you want um, 
like more of a basically the food in the bar. So we'll have a full bar full. This Bad and Bears will have a bar as well. Um, so basically it'll be pretty much a full service catering event space. Okay. But then we're also because we want to highlight things on the west side, then one and only our brand is going to push a lot of our celebrity, a lot of our corporate events like a Heineken Red Star there, mm-hmm. some stuff we do with Jack Daniels, some stuff we're doing with Red Bull. We're going to push a lot of that stuff on the west side. I miss those Heineken events. Hey, yeah, I used to yeah. go to those. I used to have one. Day. The last one I went to was pre-pandemic. It was right across from the old, uh, what's the club where they had the people, they passed away in the club. Oh, you came to the one on Music Row. On music, um, I was there. You was there. Okay, cool. Did you enjoy and, it? I loved it. We had a ball. It was like me and my Seneca. I remember but, y'all. Man, we had yeah, a yeah, ball, Yeah, man. that was doing it. like that sneaker ball, like sneaker yes, thing going Yes, because yeah. it was a sneaker thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. So we teamed up. We collaborated with Bobby. Bobby and them for that. Yeah, he was there. Yep. They needed some I help with yep. that event. Yep. So, um, but yeah, but it's coming back. We're Good. doing them and um, we're doing a smaller one, like an invite only one, but then we're also doing the the bigger ones. Um, we're going to do one in either April, May, and then we're going to um, collaborate with one of the festivals to make it even bigger. Bet. I'll make sure I follow you on your page. So yeah. I, when you post it, I got to yeah. go yeah. to that. We do Heineken. Heineken Vince is nice to you. Yeah. I, 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 it's been a while since I've been to one, but they But this they time, really go with your girls. When you see me, don't even talk to me. <laughs> Because you be you be you be blocking, so now, no. I'm, I'm not gonna long as you don't talk to somebody I don't know. That's the only thing. Yeah, he don't, I, no. he, I can't talk to none of his. No, friends. none of my friends. They, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, we. I mean, we're blessed. Like we already have seven festivals on the books. We actually um, were the people that were behind putting um, working with Alderman Coleman and. Um, Leon Walker with the Inglewood Music Fest. So mm-hmm. we produced that one. We produced the Teen Festival with um, True Star with Deanna now, the Go Next. But then we also, for the first time, we produced, um, I'm all about Chicago artists. Mm-hmm. And so when we sat down with Lollapalooza, we asked to, we produce um, with the city, um, Frayne and um, the commissioner at the time, they were great to work with. We literally sat down. And so we wanted the show to be, it's really showcasing Chicago. So we did a segment nice. on the big stage mm-hmm. called Music in the Key of Chicago. And we selected nine artists to do a performance to represent Chicago. Nice. And of course, you know, we had to close out with a choir. Of right, course. of course. Yeah. Of course. So it was, so we did, so we do a lot. And then our, our largest festival that we work on is Spring Awakenings, which is 30,000. That's a lot. Um, so when you do something yeah. that big, like how long does that take you to like to really plan that out? Well, before we thought we needed like six, seven months, but last year we were doing festivals in in, in two months. Really? Like, well, but you got it down. Yeah, but yeah. Offest was probably the record mm-hmm. from conception to doing it when Offest when we produced Offest. That was actually my first festival producing. We literally did that in eight weeks. Wow. And that was, we didn't mm. even have a lineup. And mm-hmm. But that that first off fest was amazing with Kanye and Dave Chappelle and stuff like that. I remember that. That one was um, that. So that was literally my, I remember that. I, all of my, my firsts were big. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't, my first event was Kanye. Then my mm-hmm. first festival was Common with Offest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So all of our stuff is, all, and it was always challenging. And then Dwayne Wade like doing Chicago Has Talent and mm-hmm. all of his parties and stuff like that. So all of the stuff, we were, we were grateful that they were all big. So, Literally, I, we do the same thing that we do for a thousand people that we do for thirty thousand people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Do you have a wish list of like someone's event you want to do, or like an event you want to do? Like in general, do you have a wish list of like a party you want to host? Or, no. So we we yeah. really have gotten out of um um we don't really do one offs, mm-hmm. and I mean that by what happens in our industry is that. You want to be an agency on record, mm-hmm. which means, like, say, for instance, if you look at Heineken, the reason why everybody talks about Heineken Red Star is because we actually sit with Heineken, and this is now our seventh year. I don't want you to give me $20,000 to do a party, mm-hmm. right? I want you to give me the brand, mm-hmm. which means I'm having sit-down conversations to say, how can we, like, when you guys see Heineken Red Star at the club, you don't know that Maya and the team has went to barbershops doing experiences. They went into the liquor stores doing stuff. So we do the whole thing mm-hmm. so that we're not just getting that party. We're doing a whole year activation. Mm-hmm. So ours is not about, mine is really not about um, what celebrity. I've been blessed to still work with yeah. celebrities and stuff. That, that, that'll always be there. Um, but ours is really because what was happening is that a lot of these companies, they hire the white agency and then the white agency try to find the black, you know, and they take our ideas mm-hmm. and then they're throwing $20,000 at us mm-hmm. while they're getting $200,000 for mm-hmm. it. So my thing is that our strategy for moving forward in 2022 is becoming the agency on record. Mm-hmm. And now that we have 11 year, 12 year um, history behind us and we have our certification and, and I'm only the third, I'm like the third business 
um, that it's women owned that do what we do. So we have a huge, that's how we got the Navy Pier account doing Light Up the Lake. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to use that um, certification. So now it's just like, okay, no, we're coming with the big guns. So yeah. I'm looking for like six figure deals and mm -hmm. million dollar deals. I'm not doing 20,000 anymore. That's what's up. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I'll take some 20,000 sure, as far as sure. like if it's a project, I'm not doing it for like, Oh, let me throw, you know, it, it right. has to be where it's, somebody may throw me that to sh let me show what we can sure. do. But my long term mm -hmm. is literally to become the agency on record. Mm -hmm. Got it. Yeah. Good. Well, we, what one question that we always ask, I guess, before they leave is to name their top five R&B artists. So it could be male or female, she but your top. Church, my God. Oh, I know you, because that was easy, because I know you're going to know all church people. Grind all of I know. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, because we do the Stellar Awards. Um, top five. Your top five. My top five. Yeah. Is Prince considered top five? Mm -hmm. Sure. Mm -hmm. Is he R&B? Okay, cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so, okay. Prince, mm -hmm. Mary J. Blige. Okay. Um, Look, you the first one to say Mary, I think. Yeah, she is the first yeah. one to say Mary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Prince, Mary J. Blige. I love so many of them. Who else? I, I mean, I listen to Mary like dang it every day. Oh, I love. Well, is is um what's his name? Try Jesus, don't try me, cause I throw hands. I know uh, you talk about um Toby yeah. Toby yeah. McGuire. I think it's his yeah. Last. Is yeah. it he R and B? Yeah, I well, like he's like new. he's, he's like, like rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can't tell, count him. I said Toby McGuire. That's not it. No, name. that's like Toby McGuire. Toby, right? Toby something. I, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. That's a good question. Everybody gets stuck at three. That's the funniest thing. Uh, because it's so much. Yeah. Because I don't want to just go all the old sure. school. Sure. Right. But if that's your but favorite, so though. No, I got some. I got some. I like Giveon. I do, too. I like Giveon. Mm -hmm. um, is he considered R&B? Because you know, these young people, you don't know what's considered R&B. I guess they're R&B. He's going to be R&B in my book. Yeah. yeah. I just want like to hear another damn song here. Yeah. yeah. I like Giveon. I like. Uh... Oh. That's a hard one. That's Wh cool. Whitney. Of course. Okay. Whitney got to be. I got to have Whitney. I think at least three people have said Whitney. Yeah. Three yeah. People and then if I'm going to go for my top, mm -hmm. it has to be Anita Baker behind that. Yeah. Okay. I can, yeah. I can, <laughs> okay. I can, I can. I can, I can, I can, I can, I can rock with that. that. Yeah. I can rock yeah, with yeah, that. I like yeah. that. I like yeah. the names. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, Juan. Um, is if you guys can follow her on Oh, we got a new social media girl. Yes. Okay. So dope. She's so dope. Because I've always paid, paid attention to all the events and let those pages grow. So we mm -hmm. finally brought Lele. Mm -hmm. She's from Colombia. <laughs> so, um, but it's um, one and only events. Okay. Nice. Um, I think that's what it is. She think it's what it is. We're going to make sure it's what it is, y'all. Mm -hmm. We'll put it in the, uh, <laughs> we'll put it, we'll put it on the show. Uh, yeah. And we're really sure. good about our website, making yeah. sure like what's coming. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's, gonna, it's so ever changing. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. We always good with updating. Wine and only events. Okay. Nice. All right. Nice. Well, thanks again. Thank you all. Y'all, we appreciate y'all for listening. We always say, make sure y'all like, y'all subscribe and y'all comment. Uh, all that good stuff bro you got any shout outs before we leave uh, shout out to the Reasonable Ignorance Podcast they will be on this show we're doing a collab real doing soon doing a collab right yeah. here at Jim's house so that's gonna be a big show um, yeah. that's it make sure y'all subscribe some of this some of that podcast 2022 hey